1: In a world ruled by the dead, we are finally forced to start living.
2: Hello everyone and welcome to the Walking Dead TV podcast episode two hundred seventy-seven. This is Russ, and joining with me are Jim, Daryl, and Rich.
0: This week this week we get to see the deadly sign of being a sign of being a fanboy. That's right. Oh, I'm saying. <laughs> and I, I just I really appreciate the brilliance of that metaphor in this. Uh, they definitely mm-hmm. that's what they were trying to say with that character, Brandon. It was pretty obvious. Well,
3: I was I was watching it, but then something hit me in the head. Was it a rock? Well, that and also this whole story.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Was it a oh? Was it a brick? Oh, <laughs> it was a hard brick too.
0: <laughs> and it, cool. it
3: wrote, they wrote on it. I get it. I get
0: it. <laughs> oh, well, Aaron's like still more oblique references to a different show. Anyway, yeah, no. <laughs> Aaron's still on assignment, so
3: yeah, no, he's not. He's out there living his best life, watching all those
0: movies. I'm on the red carpet with his beautiful girlfriend. Yeah, in California, living the life. To, yeah, yeah, right. that's what he's, he's gonna doing. Be,
2: huh. He's going to be turning into Colonel Kurtz here before too long. We're going to have to send somebody up the river to go get him. So
0: I'm saying. You're driven in L.A. I'm not going.
2: <laughs> Touche. <laughs>
0: All
2: right. Well, before we get into the episode, we got a little bit of news. Uh, there, there was a story that I meant to talk about last week, and so we'll start with the bad news, so we can end with the good news uh, that that I meant to bring up last week, just because it was kind of big news and and involved the cast, uh, and I meant to talk about it, and just completely forgot, and we got to the episode, but um, I, I guess there's a big brouhaha going on with Walker Stalker con
0: and, um, well, it started with, uh, Carrie Payton's tweet really, right?
2: No. Well, it actually started before that because oh, okay. it
0: was, um, so he, as far he, as like the rest of them walking out, uh, dead. Yeah. There's been of, problems with Walker Stalker con for a while.
2: Yeah. Um, but the last incident was angel theory who plays, uh, Kelly on the show. Um, in real life, she does have, she's hearing impaired in, in real life and she does, you know, typically she does wear hearing aids, but because and this makes total sense. You're in a convention; it's loud. There's a lot of back- crazy background noise, and and I I don't wear hearing aids, but I I know that people when they that do wear hearing aids, it's very difficult when they're when you're in very crowded. Uh, depending on the the type of apparatus you have, and, and yeah, it's, it's not, like you, it, it's, it's it's almost difficult.
3: like you're surrounded by just muffles. Yeah, because it's so much sound coming at you yeah. at the same time.
2: Um, you know, it's hard to, to just differentiate that because you know the purpose yeah. is to augment the sound, and when you're in an mm-hmm. area where there's constant, um, you know, chatter and noise and rumbling and a lot of people, she she either turns them off or takes them out, which makes total to sense. Keep,
3: yeah, to keep your sanity. You exactly, exactly. Yeah.
2: Um, and apparently, she was walking in an area, uh, I, I guess, and there was a security guard that came up and mm-hmm. started yelling at her, while, or, it, well, or she couldn't hear. Um, right, obviously, and she wasn't looking at him, so she didn't right. know. And he he got pretty aggressive with her. And uh, one of the other cast members, I forget which which one it was i th- uh, I can't I can't recall which one, but c- came up and had to get in the guard's face and just be like, "Hey, she's she's hearing impaired. She can't hear you, dude. Like mm-hmm. you, you're, you're screaming at her, you know." And and this is what's going on. And that kind of started uh, the the episode. And then yeah, there was that 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 uh, tweet from Carrie Payton. Um, and a bunch and he mentioned, you know, a bunch of the other cast members that
0: Oh, that... well, I mean let me I, I have it right here if you want to read it. Please do. Uh Carrie Carrie Payton tweeted, I'm not coming. Norman's not coming. Melissa's not coming. Deny's not coming. Cooper's not coming. Confirming more. Time to shut this shit down. Hashtag sick of it. Hashtag W S C Walker Starker so yeah, that is, that's a in con, no in no uncertain terms. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's a con problem. I think security. I, that's not the only con that I've. You know, with all these cons that have been popping up over the years, but I think the worst problem you hear about is security and how they treat people, and how they treat people, especially if they have any kind of handicaps. Uh, when they're even guests and they have hand, you know, and they don't even, right. they don't even tell them. You know, hey, we have guests with certain handicaps. They need certain things and you have to, you know, be prepared for that. These security, a lot of times they're these, sometimes they're volunteers or they're security that they just hire that week and they don't train them and they don't prepare them and they don't pay them. Uh, And it's usually, it's a problem with the management of the con. That's who you, you put the blame on.
0: Well, there's also a long uh, thread on Reddit now saying the Walker Stalker account is bankrupt, and that's from it says from an extremely reliable source that half mm. their half their core staff quit. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, they, yeah, they their canceled. CEO l- l- yeah.
2: left recently. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, it's it, the it sounds like the convention's had trouble for yeah. quite a some long time. time. Right. Yeah, and and it just sounds like based on Kerry Payton's tweet that it it appears that the the guests in general weren't being treated very well which is crazy when you're you're kind of making your con i mean i don't know much about the con itself but like i'm assuming it's it's been around in relation to the walking dead i don't know if it's something that's been around prior to I to yeah.
3: well
1: i think it started doing things with the walking dead i don't know if there was anything before that but 2013 2014 ish around there i think
2: yeah so you know, given that your bread and butter for these cons is people showing up so they can interact with, you know, actors on the show and an actresses mm-hmm. on the show, you think you would go out of your way to, um, you know, to 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 treat them well, <laughs> um, yeah. and, not, and not
0: not piss everybody off. Yeah, this guy, paid, um, the new owner James Fraser. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, since he's taken over, the Bitter Business Bureau has given Walker Stalker an F rating. And they labeled the organization a scam. Uh, They said that some are accusing him of a Ponzi-like scheme, where he's announcing shows, taking the money Mm -hmm. from vendors and attendees, and then canceling the event and not giving refunds. Yeah, I don't think this is long for this world when you have all this coming at the same time. They they canceled an event in Nashville just two weeks before the show. Mm -hmm. Um, They had a very disappointing show in London in March where a lot of cast members canceled, including Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Uh, which was his non-appearance was announced at the last minute, despite him, yeah. despite him telling him a month before he wouldn't be there. So, um, but yeah, the, it says here the Angel Theory was verbally assaulted. Yeah. Um, uh, yes. Yeah. And, I mean, like this is just a drop, like you know, dropping the bucket of the yeah. stuff that's going on. You know, it seems like the the they're almost like um, some of these cons are almost like become like autograph farms. You know.
3: Well, they are. Yep. I mean, no. No. we've. I've talked to some, you know, there's some cons where I've talked to a few people that work at the con, but they don't. And they, when they explain how they set these cons up sometimes, where they're not prepared for anything, the logistics, they get the logistics like a day before Yeah, sometimes. And that's all leadership. That's, that comes from... You know, like, or all the owners want to do is paper. fill it. Well, all the owners do is a lot of times they just want to pack as many people into these cons as possible. Yeah. And, and the thing, the thing you know, is, like, like... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I'm just saying they don't care about the logistics of how huh. people are treated. When they get them
0: in, they just want to get them in. Ever been, ever been to New York Comic Con? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but the the sad part is... I mean, there are a lot of cities that have local, locally done zombie cons. I mean, mm-hmm. I know we, do, we have, um, we have Living Dead con here in two, you know, um, one in Evans City, which is, uh, the graveyard where they shot, uh, Night of the Living Dead, uh, which isn't too far from here. And then, uh, one here in Monroeville, uh, right at the mall where they shot Dawn of the Dead. But like, you know, they don't have, huge numbers of people from the from the, the cast, but you know, they did have Scott Wilson here, you know, mm-hmm. a few years before he passed away and uh, they had Greg Nicotero here last year and, you know, the and it's more of a it's more of a community thing than just getting everybody's autograph. You know, what I mean there are a lot yep. of vendors yeah. and you can buy right. you know I could buy, you know, this really cool backpack with the girl from Night of the Living Dead on the back or whatever, you know, it's a little more of a community mm-hmm. thing rather than just here's my hundred dollars, sign my book, you know.
2: What's I the one in Dallas uh what? rich what there's one in Dallas too that, that well, the big lot. it's a big you, horror theme con it's like oh um uh, i went to like it f- once fright, um, it's not frightmare fright night fright night yeah
1: something but yeah it's fan fandom presents i forget who presents it now cuz it's it's changed hands i mean for a while they were actually linked up with wizards the one i went to was it was both They had uh, Wizards and that con going in the same building there in Arlington. Oh, wow. That that was a crazy con. Uh, It was fun, though. But, I mean, I remember, I mean, I like that they get names and all that stuff, but when it comes down to, I mean, they charge you so much money just to shake their hand, practically. It's like, come on. You know, that's why I did enjoy that at a lot of cons in my time going to cons,
3: Back in I my was
1: day, bi- well, I was behind, I was behind the scenes, so I didn't have to deal with it as much. And I mean, it's it's just insane that I went to Emerald City Comic Con last year, and mm-hmm. it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. It was a logistical nightmare. I mean, but I remember when cons were like in the church basement or the the community center, and you know, and we rode
3: they, to the cons on horseback.
1: Yeah, well, the big names that they got was some letterer for you know. Yeah superman's pal jimmy olsen back in 65 or something you know i yeah, mean it, you, <laughs> and you signed
3: our tablets you know and they didn't and everybody was <laughs> barefoot I had, I had a
0: chisel, I, had a chisel. <laughs> <laughs> I rode my dinosaur to <laughs> megacon one and we
3: never complained you know? that's
0: right
1: and it was both ways uphill in the snow
0: exactly i got my picture taken with fred Flintstone, but it took five hours for so the guy to carve it that's yep. right Stand right. still for a long time. Yeah. Anyway, but, but you that's have to unfortunate. Say it's unfortunate. Yeah, sad. it's just
2: it's just unfortunate that you know again these these actors and actresses you know coming out you know with with what little t- you know especially on a when you're you know shooting a, a show that has 16 episodes mm-hmm. and you know some of them are doing other movies and things like that. I mean, they're you know that's time away from their family and right. yeah. you know I, I mean yes I know they get paid and compensated fairly well but you know what they make on a weekend at a con compared to what they make, you know, doing a TV show or doing a movie or something is probably not even the, you know, comparison and then time away from their families and stuff. It it just sucks that they're treated, you know, crappy on top of it, especially for some of these I mean, I'll call them lower tier, you know, uh actors, you know, cuz cuz yeah. for for, the, for them, you know, that that is probably a significant portion of their income, you know, to supplement, mm-hmm. you know, being on the show and for them to, to do that, and usually those 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 folks are the most gracious, you know, at those cons when you, you know, they'll sit and talk to you and you know and, and stuff like that. And for them, it's to, just to
3: sad that the every complaint I've ever heard from people that work at the cons, there's always this disconnect. Where that's the thing I never understood until you start to hear what happens. Like the people that like will deal with the moderation, the, the moderators are not the same people that deal with. Uh, where the uh, where the setups are not the same people that mm-hmm. deal with the handlers like it's so separated everything is so Decompartmentalized uh, the way that they put everybody in these little boxes and stuff and all it well, takes is just one Thing to go wrong which usually does because it's so many people that you're counting on that they don't have any kind of redundancies to handle anything so people are not trained
1: that they're they're getting micromanagey about it because like i mean you'll have these stars and a lot of them and big names and they'll like oh Mm -hmm. you know somebody will say hi they might want to go over and shake their hand or they might actually (laughs) take a selfie with them but then you've got these handlers at the cons coming over no 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 you'll have to go schedule a photo op and things like that and you can see the look on the the talent's face that they're just like but that's my fan. I just wanted to shake their hand. Yeah, there are times
3: where they have to actually go. I, I remember there was one from Marvel's Days of Shield where the the woman was in a wheelchair and she was trying to talk to um, uh, the one who played Mei Ling. I think her me, name me, is Ming Na Wen. Uh, right. She was I trying to talk to ex-wife, her. Yes. She was trying to talk to the the fan. She wanted to because you know she's one of the ones that you hear about that will stay and sign every paper. Mm-hmm. She will talk to every person that she can. She doesn't care if the deadline is over or whatever. And she had to actually yell at the handler of the con because he got rude with the woman in the wheelchair and almost tried to push her. And, uh, you know, like that kind of that kind of we seem like this is what's happening at this con, too, that they don't train these people. And I've done security, so I know you if you don't train, train them early to have to deal with a con because the con is just it's a different animal you got to deal with a lot of people if you don't have patience and you don't know what to do an emergency situation all that kind of stuff you're going to have problems just like this con and how they treat poorly how they treated this this woman who should not have been you know even if she wasn't a, a guest you shouldn't be yelling at a person you should be able to pay attention if they have a hearing problem or something and you should know. You, to, you should
2: know your. You should know the guests, right? Like, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not like there's a thousand guests, right? No, well, and you know, the key word
1: there is guest, right? And
3: they need to be treated like one. Well, even know? if you're not a guest, anyone, you, you, there are so many people with disabilities that go to these cons mm. because it's sure. a place yeah. where they, you know, this, this is a place where they can go because they're supposed to be. You know, taken care of. There's supposed to be uh, preparations made for people with disabilities, and to hear these kind of things happening, um, you just get—you get—makes me angry at times because you know the people in charge, who all they want to do is do the quick press release of everything was great, everything was fine. It's a wonderful con. There's no problems. No one wants to acknowledge what's going on. They just want the money, and they want to move on and try to sell you on the next one, as opposed to fixing what's wrong. It, it's
2: it's kind of like most things in life these days, right? Like if yeah. people would just take take the mantra of "don't be an asshole," yeah. then like life yeah. would be better, right? Like yeah. I mean, that's what yeah. It, yeah. that's kind of what it
1: boils that down to. Disabled, you should be yeah. treating people disabled well, or not with yeah, respect you know and like humans.
0: You, can, <laughs> you mean if you go to a convention or something? Mm-hmm you can generally tell if it's well-run by people who care about it or not. Yeah, I mean, yep. there's, there's an yeah. industry going to, like, a Walker Stalker Con yeah. uh, or going to, say, Heroes you know, Con. Heroes Con. Mm-hmm. Or, you yeah. know, or yeah. you end up with something like Dash Con. I don't know if you guys are familiar with that story, but look it I've up sometime. It, yeah. It's I've too heard. long of a rabbit hole to go, on, go down uh-huh. right now. Uh, but it's it's a crazy. Uh, f- but you're,
3: you hear so, more I and mean, more about these cons having these issues because there's so many of them now, and they're getting bigger because yeah. they're, you know, they're they're getting celebrities or and like well, that,
0: even with the big ones though. You can tell the ones that do their due diligence. Yeah, or, um, yeah you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, Talk to Anton sometime. Yeah, that's uh, what about why thinking. about why he doesn't he, go to cons anymore. He's another.
3: You know? he, <laughs> he's another person who you since you know him and he's a friend you don't keep like that's the stuff they never want to talk about like they don't the ramps are never right they don't you know help with the traffic they don't like they're rude (laughs) you know the security shouldn't you know all this kind of stuff you know and they
1: probably deal with a lot of rude assholes through a con weekend but that's the job you took you need to treat other people the way you want to be
3: treated yeah, well, a know. lot of it's not having <laughs> a lot of it's not having information. I remember uh, J.K. Woodward, who's an uh, artist, who's a guest at a lot of cons. There was one of these cons where the Walking Dead people were there, and the whole thing, and I had to actually had to act like I was his agent and walk and go to another person at the con to get him in because the security wouldn't let him in, and he was the guest. Because they didn't have the information. They didn't even know. And he said, that's my name. And they didn't know who the guest was. And then when the, the con people found out, they had to scold them and get them in because he had a panel. Because that's the kind of things that happen at these cons when you have people that don't. Again, you have terrible well, it's your,
0: leadership. It's well run or it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. Um, my kid, I took my kids to Replay FX Con. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, you know a, a vintage uh, pit, like pinball and vintage video game con. Oh, right? that's cool! Oh, and wow. it was incredibly well run. They had right. you know, they had everything uh, accessible for kids or mm-hmm. people with disabilities. They had you know everything. Everything was just incredible. You could tell it was run by people who gave a shit about what they're doing. You know, it's almost I like suppose, they wanted
3: people to come back,
0: huh? Yeah, almost. And you know what? We'll be back next year. My kids had a great time. Yeah. Whereas you know, if I go to a con and I get shoved around and pumped around and they're all I'm not. I'm not going back. No. So I anyway, wish. yeah, yeah. Um, let's uh, let's talk about our fanboy this week on our episode. No, oh, boy, that guy. Fanboys, that guy, fanboy, uh. Brandon. Mm.
2: Yeah. Um, so let's 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 get into it. Season ten, episode five. What 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 always is? What did? You, sorry, blur. <laughs> what it always is. <laughs> you know what it is. R- 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 I knew R- R- you were R- going to
1: R- do it. R- R- <laughs> blah blah. <laughs> Ezekiel knows what it is.
3: Oh, <laughs> you know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. right?
2: There is a callback.
3: I know. I have no oh. idea. we still don't know.
2: I still don't know. Mm. We'll know next. We'll know next season.
3: Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. All right,
2: so this this episode starts off with uh, Kelly is off in the woods. On her own, mistake number one. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think part of it is,
3: you know, maybe she wants to feel useful. She yeah, exactly. Wants to still feel exactly. Useful.
2: And you know, her hearing at this at this time in the show co- kind of comes and goes. So yeah. that is know, scary
3: like, when you're. Bro. Yeah, that it's is like, yeah. that has got to be a scary situation. I think they did a good job of showing how scary that is in a world where. You need every sense that you that you have to survive.
2: Yeah, the sound editing in this opening segment was pretty phenomenal because they yeah. really do they really did a good job of focusing in on just those little sounds that she was probably mm-hmm. trying to focus on and concentrate on. To kind to of made her. you
1: think if you had tinnitus there for a
3: second, just that. Yeah, that ringing. Know, that going, cause yeah. I, yeah i have a friend that has it and he lost hearing in one ear because of it we know you you know mike uh, yeah yeah yeah, you through it and he describes it and when he describes it you don't know how it feels but to hear it on the show i was like and i have my headphones on like to hear
0: that sound coming in your ear definitely gives you more context for sure oh my god yeah it's it's too much too much context yeah yeah (laughs) yeah plus i mean you have that you have that double edged sword of her trying to prove herself, what also right. putting herself in incredible danger. Man. Oh, yeah. my guys, yeah, just out of pride, you know, yeah, out yeah. of pride, a lot of pride.
3: This with this episode, there's a lot oh, of yeah. being too oh, prideful,
2: yeah. but yeah, so she, she comes across a boar, uh, she she has her trusty slingshot, she's able to slingshot the boar and then gets surprised by a walker, uh, is able to stab it, stabs another starts realizes at this point she's in trouble because she can't, she knows she now she can't hear there's walkers coming at her. And so she starts to run uh, and she runs away pretty fiercely falls trips. Um, kind of, it looks like she hits her head too. Cause she's, she's bleeding. Oh, from yeah. her head. She's bleeding on the, you oh, know, her yeah. mouth is bleeding. Um, and she's able to kind of crawl to a tree where she, she again, she's kind of half past, you know, she's probably concussed. Um, mm-hmm. So she's, she's half looking to pass out. And a walker kind of comes on her, and then boom, we cut to the to the cold open. So, so it was, it was again a really cool intro. Um, again, I think the sound design was was pretty was was really really well done um,
0: with her. Yeah, I agree.
2: It's an interesting I, thing. I yeah. thought a, they
1: killed. Oh, sorry,
2: Jim.
0: I'm just gonna say it's an interesting thing they're playing with here with the hearing loss. Is something we haven't seen on the mm-hmm. show before. Yeah,
1: yeah.
3: yeah.
0: No.
1: No. I mean, I there for a minute though, I thought they just killed a character in the cold open because you know i think it was last week somebody said you know that the whole talk between the two of them was um, not last week but when they were on the beach and killed yeah
3: those kind of conversations feel like they're go- somebody's going to
1: die. And, and and so right. i think it was you russ i remember somebody said you know Kelly probably isn't long for this world or something like that. So with that and then this, I thought, okay, they killed her off. They're going to find her body or she's going to be walking around as a walker, but no. Nope.
2: Yep. She lives to fight another day at this point. um. So yeah, so after we get back from the cold open, we cut back to Negan who's on his own adventure and comes across a... a it's, he comes across that body of water and the water looks a little sketchy and he's almost... Yeah. I like that he's almost about ready to drink, and then he's like, mm, maybe not such
3: a good <laughs> idea. No, maybe not. Um,
2: until Brandon comes along. Ugh, Brandon oh, from from Alexandria. That and, guy, yeah. And you could tell right away he's obviously a Negan fanboy and has.
0: Mm-hmm. I bought all your records. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I play it's all interesting the time. because
2: yeah. he he's a he's like one of those guys that. Uh, one of those people. I, I guess you like maybe that comes along like decades later and has like wor- like serial killer worship or whatever. You know where it's like yeah didn't wasn't around at the time. Didn't know what at the time, but just like it's become a legend. And we'll we'll get into it a little bit later mm-hmm. in, in the episode. But there's was specific first. things.
1: Yeah, he was first in lo- in Negan's
0: line at last year's Savior
2: Con. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I, uh, I, I I totally. I mean, I'm sure you guys agree. This has got to be like the writers making a statement on the, the fanboys, right? Yeah, it's got I really think so. Especially yeah, like Negan is. fans in particular. Because, yeah. I mean, there yeah. are a lot of people who are fans of Negan. And I'm just like, I it's an, he's an interesting character, but why? I don't know. Anyway. And I, it's weird why. I wouldn't pick him as my hero. You know what I mean? Who well, it's exactly. It's weird why.
3: Because I look at the Loki fans. Look at Loki. Yeah. Yeah. He was a murderer. I mean, yeah. but you see, what you know, you see people and I, all like you know, they love him. It's just because Tom
2: Hiddleston is a striking young young man.
1: <laughs> uh, I'm but a big fan of Loki, but it's because I'm a fan of Tom Hiddleston just you like know I'm what? a fan of Jeffrey Dean Morgan more than I am Negan. <laughs> well, but yeah, but you know what?
0: this we've always been fascinated by criminals who are yeah. charismatic. Sure. That's always yeah, been
2: there's the definitely kid. that and, that side to it. And, yeah. and when
0: it's done well, like a writer can really like hit a home run with that kind of writing, like writing toward the uh, making a statement about their fan base. I mean Oh yeah. I mean look at Superboy Prime. It's a good example. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Um, Look
1: at how much criminal shows you and I watched, Daryl. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's true. I watched Law and Order, but that's because I'm in love with Olivia. But let's move on. Yes. (laughs) Uh,
2: So we cut back to the hilltop, and they're still mopping up walkers. Uh, They they even mention in the episode that there's pretty much a wave coming almost continuously, not large, but just like just enough to keep them to slow them down. You know, Eugene is there. Mm -hmm. He's on the on the case. Uh, and they're
3: all tired. If you notice that, they're yes. all slumping. Everybody uh, has that that kind of look of, you yeah. know what? Everybody looks like they just moved some. They just help somebody move. You yep. know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did, did yep. you
1: see the trunk of that tree, though? That yeah. that was not weather. That was not no. an accident. That was cut. This yeah, was no okay. boating accident.
2: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, and it's funny because Eugene is just like, yeah, we need to pick up the ancient, what is it, the ancient art of basket weaving or the, the Polynesian art of basket weaving or whatever. <laughs> right. yeah. So he's he's found a way. They they kind of poke fun at him a little bit, but I think I think to some degree they they get it. But he's he's found a way to to make use of every bit of that tree, like down yeah. to the bark. Uh, Elden wants to build a catapult. It, it, <laughs> it's it's kind of ridiculous, but at the yeah. same time, I get it. You know, he wants to put like, battle, he wants to put battlements on the wall. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: uh. Catapult seems to be a recurring theme in my TV this week.
2: Agreed. Um, it looks like Magna and Yu- Yumiko are kind of on the outs. Uh, uh, somebody's been raiding this the the cellar. Uh, the fish that they got from Oceanside is gone, and there's mm-hmm. been th- three break-ins this week. Yumiko was on duty, or uh, Magna was on duty the night before, and uh, I, I've never liked Magna. In the moment, yeah, not a huge fan, but she's up there kind of being mopey. Mm-hmm. She's still all butt hurt from Yumiko pulling her back from from the wall, which which is funny because at, at the end of the day, it didn't really matter, right? Like no. If, if okay. she'd have left her out there to just finish him off, the the effect would have pretty much been the same. Like, the result right. would, wouldn't have changed.
3: Really much, I, so. Well, what I think we get from this is that this character, in every relationship she's had, she's, she's always waiting for the shoe to drop. And so she wants an excuse to not. We learn that from her actions, right? She's, she's yeah. already preparing for everything to go wrong. And so she's she wants it to go wrong. And when it doesn't go wrong, when when she doesn't, you know, desert her, she she makes her do it. She pretty much, you know, makes her be the bad guy.
0: I mean, the mm-hmm. thing that kills me about it is that later, I mean, what we find out later, she goes through all this bit about, you know, oh, you just think I'm a thief, you think I'm a thief. And I'm thinking to myself, yeah, maybe if you stopped stealing Right, yes. I would think you were a thief. <laughs> if the shoe fits, right? <laughs> exactly. You hate me
3: anyway. You hate me anyway. Yeah, oh, it's like, yeah.
0: Well, maybe you stopped stealing our.
3: I didn't <laughs> until you kept taking our stuff. That's right. <laughs> That's my stuff. Now I don't like you, but I did exactly. before. Mm, so
2: sorry. yeah, they've 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 clearly have relationship issues. Oh um, yeah, and she's up there listening to like emo records on the the phonograph while she's reading some probably depressing book.
3: Oh, you Um, know it. She probably watches The Crow again.
0: Uh, Can't can't rain all the time. (laughs) It's hard to find manic panic in the (laughs) post-apocalypse. There ain't no hot topics anymore. Uh, So, uh,
2: So yeah, so at this point, Daryl and Sadiq ride up with Dog, of course. Of course. And Daryl says, you know hey we can't we can't find Negan like we tried looking for him. we don't know where he's at um so Sadiq is definitely with him um and then daryl Daryl has a little bit little conversation with ezekiel and and he even says, Well, aren't you gonna even ask about Carol and he's like, mm, nah, like it, it no
0: nope um its hurting him but yeah, got that, that cough, because that cough is... Plus, I mean, yeah. we find out what else he's dealing with this episode, and, like... Yeah, I didn't expect yeah. that. No, no I, I didn't know.
2: either, especially after he yeah. kind of had the turnaround, you know? Yeah, yeah, uh,
3: right.
0: Man. Um, of all the things. Anyway, I'm I sorry. Getting out of it. But
2: they, they realize Kelly's missing at this point, point. Um, and so they're, they're going to send a party out for him. Um, so we cut back to Negan and Brandon, and Brandon starts talking about you know Negan and some of the st- oh like everything was great until Rick came mm-hmm. along and you know I heard you you know you made him cut his kid's hand off and you know you 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 know you you killed Carl and you know did all this and Negan got pissed and was like yeah. I I didn't kill Carl you know that none of that happened that's not how it happened I don't kill kids um and he, I, he's starting it, to get agitated
3: It's so funny how they stick to this thing about Carl right and we never really got a Carl moment with him to justify it. It's
2: not you, a spaghetti.
3: We kind of, but yeah. you gotta. You kind of almost have to put add more stuff to it in your own head to make yeah, it seem yeah. like he yeah. feels something for Carl because it just wasn't in the. It just wasn't. They didn't have the time, I guess, with the story they were telling. They just didn't have the time to do those kind of.
1: But JDM's acting in this scene, though, really
3: makes you think Negan had. Well, a plus place you, it, do. Yeah. you do, you do. So yeah, they've done it it that before. Where you, when when yeah. a character goes, you know, dies, they make it look like they've resisted time. Of you know, like there's all these adventures that they, this characters had.
0: Uh. Remember, remember, T Dog driving up. Yeah, saving them, saving and I, I hate finish. to say that
3: because oh, but it's an true, old, fallback. old fallback old
0: callback, but still, but that old chestnut. I think the, the parts that really interested me in this exchange were that. I mean, some of the stuff he's saying that he did do, and Negan mm-hmm. was like, you know, yeah. not yeah. proud proud of him. Not now. He's not proud of, not now. You know, not not proud now. of it now. It's, yeah. all, it's all about context now, you know? Yeah. And,
2: and if you, you know, it's, it's easy to forget how many years have gone by since that happened. Mm-hmm. You know, its we're talking almost seven years now at this point.
3: It's, um, all, it's like you're on parole, because uh, there's an interesting thing about what do you do with the guilt? Uh, if you commit a you know you never you never see it on tv or in film where a criminal does something like hurt somebody or kill someone and then they get they do get out though eventually they do get out what do you do with that you know especially if you're you don't think you're a monster i mean once you're in a normal kind of existence it you you try to be normal and you have you know He's been talking to the kids and he thinks he's, you know, interacting with other people that don't they don't all hate him. But then there's those moments. There's those moments like this kid who's, who's saying all the stuff that they were doing back. This is stuff he probably hadn't been thinking about. Well, that's
1: I can't think of the actor's name, but he played rock back in the 80s or 90, early 90s. Charles, Charles Dutton. Charles, yeah. him. I mean, have you ever heard him talk about, you know,
3: when For real prison? Yeah,
1: I have. yeah. Yeah. I mean. And and how he still lives every day with the, the life that was taken and all that. I but mean, don't
3: yeah. forget it unless you're a psychopath. You don't forget it. There might be times where you, you think, you know, like you fall into a normal existence. But then there's always they, they say it's always going to be something that's going to bring you back to something you did, you know, to that thing that you did because it's there. And you can see it in his face when, he's na- when the kid is you know talking about all this. Right. Oh, it was great when you did this, and it
0: was great when you did that. He didn't do that to Carl, but they did all that other terrible things yeah, you know, that's, to that's people. The, yeah, that's what really struck me about it. It's like, you know, at the time he was doing it, I'm like, I'm Negan, I'm badass, I'm so yeah. cool. And now, now that he's got a fanboy, He's like, uh, yeah, he has to re- change his tune a little bit rethink that. It was interesting to me. Plus, I liked the way that the kid had like his jacket and he mm-hmm. made his own version mm-hmm. of the seal. It's like he was cosplaying as Negan. I mean, because yeah. you're older, right? You're older now. Like you, you,
3: you know, time is passed. you have catharsis. You have, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you you have all that benefit of 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 living long enough to rem- to to think about what the stupid things you did. Uh, Well, and and that, I mean, think about it. The world just ended.
1: He had just lost his wife, and there was mm -hmm. evidently a lot of bad crap going there, so he's off his rocker. Now he's helping people, and he realizes that he's got to do whatever, and then he just gets all up in his own head. Again, he didn't think he was in the wrong
3: no, you know, but he went but with now the mob. he knows. It was a mob mentality. It was yeah. a mob mentality. I mean, think. I'm not
1: making excuses for him, no, but but, it's, but it's, you can see how he got to where he got. Uh.
2: My uh it's funny just <clears throat> on a personal note, my uh my my mom had this aunt that uh was not a not a nice person <laughs> like for for i mean we're talking decades it was just mm-hmm. like really just a miserable old old lady like treated my mom like crap, treated my grandmother like crap you know just just was was um it it was it was my grandfather's sister and he passed away at at a somewhat young age anyway and then i don't know maybe like ten years before she died um you know she started reaching out to my mom and like would, you know, take her, you know, when, when they'd go to Chicago, she'd take her for lunch and they'd visit and, you know, they'd go to a Cubs game and they'd do all this stuff. And I asked my dad, I'm like, what's with that? Like, what, like it's been like 30 years. Why, mm-hmm. why not? And my dad would go, well, she's an old lady trying to get into heaven. Yeah. You know, it's just like <laughs> you, you hit that age where you realize you hit you've, that kind age. Been, you've kind of been an- your whole life and uh yeah. you want to kind of change it before you don't have time anymore so.
3: and his face yeah. just plays it i think mean, he does it yeah it he does it so well where he's thinking about i did i forced you know like he did a lot of horrible things He forced women to be with him it might not have been what we call, you know, assault, but still, he forced he threw women. It. He, to threw a dude, he
0: threw a dude in a furnace. He threw you a dude in a furnace. More than <laughs>
1: one. He, yeah, the doctor.
0: Yeah. yeah. More than <laughs> one dude in a furnace. He burned guys. He cut hands off.
3: He did, you know, like he did terrorize people, you know, all those things. He did it. They did it. And you like now he's, you know, he's getting older and he's been in a civilized, as they say, place. And now you have to deal with that. Like, it's, it's, blind it's all and blind there. In one eye. And you're passing it down to these kids. Like, you know, like, that's your legacy. Yep. This kid is your legacy yep. that you passed down. So that was, it was such a moment, which I think was why he didn't want to at first be, like, I kept thinking, why didn't he just tell the kid to F off in the first place? But then I thought, because this is his fault. Like, this is kind of what he left to this kid and that kinda of made him not want to be Yeah a jerk and try to talk to him first and it didn't work and then he got ashamed and then he became ashamed, then he got angry. Yeah. So uh
2: but they end up going kind of on walkabout and uh going down the road. And Negan actually gets um gets attacked at at, at one point. Like mm-hmm. he's he gets surprised by these uh by these walkers and, um... You got
3: rusty. That survival and, uh, instinct. Yeah, you, got, you could tell. Rusty.
2: Yeah, it looked like Negan was caught off a little a little bit by surprise, but then he gets the upper hand. and right. Actually, has a pretty cool walker kill. You know, he uses the barbed wire to pull the top of his head off mm-hmm. and then stomps it because it's still... Oh, they I gave
3: even, him a lot of kill. It's almost like yeah. he asked for it. It was almost like, yeah. g- give me... I want you to give me some good stuff to and, do.
2: And this whole time you're like, okay, well, what's up with Brandon? you realize... Brandon was was back because, as he put it, he was finishing uh, putting the finishing touches on uh, the new Lucille. He's right. getting the rest of that barbed wire, which, again, this is like the new border, right? Mm-hmm. Like they barbed wired off the new, you know, Alpha's new border.
3: Right. Uh-huh. Plus he's kind of a coward, too. Sure, of course. On top he's of that. He's a big talker. Yeah. <laughs> um...
2: And it, it, not only does he have a, n- a new version of Lucille, but he opens up the backpack and says he found his leather jacket. That it was, yeah. you know, in the back, like in a basement somewhere. And Negan's like, "Yeah, I think you ought to put that away. Like, I don't, I don't, like, he's not looking to be recognized, or he's not, you know, he doesn't need, he doesn't need to be wandering around with that mm-hmm. getup on." Um, um. So then we cut to Aaron, who's got his his uh his hand and his sword, and he's <laughs> he's doing some little. uh I don't know what exactly he's doing but he's uh, over there again he's over there on that side of the border where the yeah. where the creek is um and he kind of sp- he hears hears <laughs> some walkers and goes over there and he sees Gamma and he kind of he kind of uh frightens her like not frightens her away but I guess she spots him and everything and then she right. takes off so um and then we cut back to Negan and and Brandon and they find like a I, I don't a know co- it's like a
1: I have a quick question, though, on that last scene. Mm -hmm. I get that she was taking the walkers and damming up the river, as uh, Alpha requested. Why was she cutting the bodies open?
3: I thought she was going to take the skin. Probably so they wouldn't float, right? Like, if you... Oh, oh, that's oh,
1: awesome? okay. oh, okay. Yeah, no, she it. didn't take the skin. So I was like, why
3: is she doing it Is she trying to connect, contaminate contamination?" I was trying to figure it out. Like, is she trying to take the skin? Because they'll or bloat, just...
2: right? Like a bot, not to get too graphic, but like a yeah. body will yeah. bloat okay. and, that makes float sense. away, right? Yeah. So, right, that's true, yeah. Not that,
0: you know,
3: allegedly.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <did> <laughs> you <do>? <laughs> 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 it took two guys to do that. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I've heard. So I've heard, allegedly, allegedly. <laughs> uh,
2: so yeah. So Negan and Brandon come to this. Like I don't know. It's like a not literally like a warehouse, but it's like a building.
0: Uh. Um,
2: and um, he thinks he hears like a. a it almost sounds like a baby crying.
3: Um nearby and so i almost thought it was i don't know why but i i was mixing up where they were as opposed to where kelly was and i was like uh, is it kelly that's,
2: over
1: there? <laughs> that's what i was thinking too yeah
3: but they're not in the same place so i was like wait yeah. a
2: minute but yeah so he so he ends up finding a uh, a woman on the ground and uh th- there's a walker there the kid um and the kid and they're they're like in a in a bus and so he's able to get on this bus and kill the walkers and um and kind of protect this mother and the and the kid and and kind of tells them like hey i guess they were kind of walking i guess they were it wasn't clear if they were part of another group or or what but they mm-hmm. they were they were kind of walking around um and he's he's able to save them so, we cut back to to Connie and Daryl, and they're out looking for kelly and um uh I like that. this is this is maybe my favorite part of the episode when Daryl kind of puts on his like boy like his boyish charm'cause he's you could tell he's just because I think of of the way he was treated probably as a child and an adult he yeah. he probably wasn't in a lot of you know relationships with with women or whatever, so he's. If he's yeah, if any, he's real uneasy, yeah. um, and just real nervous. You know, about he's talking. almost
3: like the savage locked in a room, right? Yeah, you're fed, you 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 get you all you get is food, and then you fight. You food, yeah. and then you go back and fight. That's that's all he knows. Like he doesn't know this how to talk. He doesn't know intimacy. I think Carol was the first yes. person to teach him kind of intimacy, right? That kind of friendship. And, that kind of
2: yeah, and and that that's what i like about this there's a definite contrast right like he's yeah. much more comfortable talking to carol mm-hmm. he he can deal with talking to carol a lot easier right. and when he's around connie it's you can tell it's very different um and so he it's funny cuz he's he's almost like trying to charm her. He tells her the story about her, him and Merle mm-hmm. and how they were drinking. And they stole a boat and they right. were fishing and Merle fell in and he had to save him, And it was, it was just really cool. Just a, uh, it was very touching. Yeah. That the two of them. He's uh, actually
3: connecting. growing, right? This is a, yes. uh, this is a character who would just always, cause he was scared. He didn't know how to be around people. He just would leave. But now he's, a, he's a character where he, he likes her and he, he shows her that he likes her. You know, he's, Actually, making the effort to to share things with her, so it's great it's it's cool to see a character go through that and grow.
2: They're kind of out there having their moment, then they start looking around to try and find Kelly because the point of this with Daryl is he's trying to basically tell her like, you know hey, I get you know you do a lot of stuff for your family, and you know it'll be all right like we'll right. we'll figure it out and uh, so they they come across the boar that she killed that the walkers came and and ate up on. And they hear something, and Daryl turns around with the crossbow, and Magna's crept up behind him. So, uh, you know, obviously the three of them out there looking uh, is a is a pretty good crew uh, to find stuff. So,
3: and Magna
0: looks guilty, right? Magna has that look. uh, Yes, something's wrong, and she's kind of out there by herself for no reason. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of fishy. Um, Yeah.
2: So back at uh, the hilltop, Earl is kind of—he's kind of starting to stoke things up, right? Like he's—he's pretty pissed. I mean, obviously he's going through trauma himself, but he's pretty pissed that, like all the. Obviously, he's got an extra grind with the with the whisperers, but, um, you know that that it's clearly the whisperers that have done all this. His Uh,
3: wife did it though. Remember, his wife was a stir.
2: Right. Yeah, and but he really wasn't. Like he was more Mm. of a, um. You know, keep the peace kind of guy. So
3: Yeah, but now he, he, he like he lost her and he kinda he kind of thinks like he, her. Yeah, and Henry. Yeah, he, so he kinda, he kinda took
2: Henry under his wing too. So, so now he's, he's, a he's man, definitely got an axe to
3: grind. Yeah, he's living out of fear and anger. That's and grief.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But he's trying to stir things up. Like he's, oh, he's yeah, even talking to Eldon there, he's like, you know, Hey, they they did this and you know, we need to we need to start figuring out what we're gonna do. Earl's
1: the blacksmith, right? Yes. Yes. So he would forge axes, right?
3: He, he would. would. So he, he would. would normally grind, have access to grind.
2: Yes, he would normally
3: okay. have access to. Grind. Wait, let me move out of the way of that brick. I don't want to get hit
2: again. That one, that one will crush you. Yeah.
0: I uh, just want to let you know, all the crickets outside my window <laughs> just stopped. Mm. Where's, just where's Campbell a, when we need him? Just right? for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Please continue. Yes. Yeah, so so <laughs> we
2: get back to Sadiq uh, and he's talking to Ezekiel and, uh, you know, Ezekiel starts coughing and Sadiq wants to, to check him out. And he goes to, you know, feel like on his lymph nodes or whatever. And Ezekiel snaps at him pretty hard. Uh,
3: I did not like, expect that. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. A good. But he's a good actor, though. Yeah. yeah. Just switch like he did. Like I mean, he got—he's like, good off me!" He like he yeah. really like the switch went off, which is not something you prepare for with him. And then he tweeted about Walker Stockercon. Yes. <laughs>
2: uh, so he 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 calms down after a minute, and then he and then he talks to Sadiq, and Sadiq he pulls his hair away, and he's got this huge. Lump on his lymph node. Like, I mean, he's it's it's, it's things have gotten bad.
3: Yeah, it's um, gotten real bad.
2: And Sadiq is like, you know, hey, let me let me, and he's like, look, I kn- I know what this is, and I know how bad it is. And Ezekiel, it's it's funny because he's like, you know, thyroid cancer back, you know, before all this happened was like ninety eight percent curable. He had experience with it in his family, but not now. Like now. You know, the, the things are different. and
3: That's a nice part of it, too. I mean, not nice, because, I mean, it's a horrible thing. But that's a new part of that's the story. Nice that a nice of know. cancer. Well, it's like yes. the <laughs> gas. It's like the gas in Fear of the Walking Dead where you don't think about it, right? That, yeah, gas does go bad. And in yeah. this world, even cancer that's easily treated, not anymore.
0: Well, I mean, it, yeah. people people used to die in the Middle Ages from like uh, a cut getting in yeah blood, an infection, a yeah. little infection. We're back you, you, to that. You, you, yeah, we're back to that
3: now. It's 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 a scary situation when you think about it, like especially when you know what you could have done if the world had still been you yeah. know normal,
0: right.
2: Yeah, so Sadiq tells him, "Well, you know, hey, look, may, you know, maybe it's an infection, maybe it's something else." And, and Ezekiel's like, "No, we we both know what this is. You know what it
0: hey, is. You know. What it <laughs> you is. know what it is. You yeah. know what it is."
2: And Sadiq wants to try, you know, to treat him. Too. Yeah, I,
0: I think yeah. I think
2: part of it is, you know, Sadiq. Part of it is for Sadiq, right? Like, oh, you know it is a real illness for him to treat. Mm-hmm. You know, something real to maybe focus on and he even kind of opens up to Ezekiel too like hey man i'm i'm going through my own stuff like ever since um what did he say what what it, was it the ever since um the barn i think that's what he said i think yeah. so yeah when that that alpha did the spikes headed spikes. yeah yeah he yeah. He's, he's been you know having trouble yeah he's been having tro- trouble sleeping and and everything else so he, he kind of opens up to him a little bit there, too. I mean,
0: honestly, it could be a goiter. You know, if it was a goiter, yeah. you just need iodine. Sure. You know, I mean, it could be, doesn't necessarily have to be thyroid cancer. But he's so scared of it at oh, the same right. time. He yeah. kind
3: of feels like he, he deserves it. I don't, you know, like, I didn't protect the kingdom. All those yeah. people died. I would, you know, like, I'm supposed well, to be a leader, and I really didn't, even, even if it's for, st- even, st- you know it's stupid that he thinks you know that it's his fault. You know that yeah. Henry died and that you know all those people. You know that they they died and like that. It's not his fault, but to him, he carries it all on his shoulders. So it's almost like he thinks he should get it. Right. Yeah. He deserves it. He thinks in a yeah. way.
2: So we come back to ne- Negan and um, he the, the lady and her son Milo, uh, and then Brandon. Brandon wants to, so that he, he kind of tells them to, to kind of go on about their way. And uh, Brandon's like, oh, maybe we should follow them. Like, we should, you know, we should go follow them and mm-hmm. find out maybe they're part of a bigger group. And then we can, you know, get in on right. their stuff. And-
0: he thinks they have a cache of weapons or something, which yeah. doesn't seem yeah, yeah. Right. likely.
3: <laughs> right, the implication was that they're nothing. They don't matter. You know, I could just we could just kill them, get rid of them.
2: And, and and yeah, and then he tells Brandon, he's like, Yeah, I th- I think maybe you should go on about your own way. Like you should just go. And he's like, Well, you yeah, know, I guess I can go back to Alexandria, but I don't know what I'll say. I'm not a very good liar <laughs> and Negan looks at him and this is where he kind of starts turning the Negan on a little bit and he's mm-hmm. like, I don't care what you tell him. can yeah. Tell him exactly where I'm at. Yeah. You can tell him whatever you want. <laughs> I don't I don't really care. Yeah. Um but but you need to you need to go on and go.
3: Mm-hmm. And Um, this is when he doesn't realize how, like, he he didn't call it. Like, he didn't think that this kid would take this thing so far. No. He just thought he was all talk.
2: No. I think at that point he told him to just F off and he would just call him back
3: home. But in my head, while I was watching it, all I kept thinking was, oh, man, this dude this dude is going to take it too far because he yeah. just, you know, he just wants to. He's
0: got he, something to prove. He wants to he's prove. He's
3: got it. something okay. to prove. He's got a
0: little bit of that creepy
2: factor too. It's he's not just got a the creepy
0: factor. It's, right? it's
2: the creepy factor yeah. there, too.
0: But he's got to meet his hero, and now he yeah. wants something to prove to him. You know. Well, it's yeah. fandom, right? I mean, we yeah, we, exactly. we see this.
3: We see this in fandom where even if it's something they like, you know, like if they like something, they overly defend it. You know, like to the right. point where it's like. You're not liking it, I'll kill you, kind of thing. Like, that kind of craziness is is going on with him, where there's no empathy for people. They don't mean anything to him. Only the thing that he likes. Uh,
2: So we cut back. So Alpha actually – Alpha and Beta actually show up in this episode for a little bit, which I wasn't really expecting, but I guess since we saw Gamma earlier, I I guess I should have known. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, Alpha's directing – This guy how to, or directing Gamma how to properly uh, dress a human, (laughs) a a former human, I guess I should say. Uh, And and Gamma talks about how she was damming up the creek, like she asked, and she ran across Aaron, and um, uh, you know, and that's what was going on. And then the random guy that's there with his, you know, with his skin on, says. You know, hey, why are we sending them out like two at a time or you know twenty at a time? Why don't we just send the horde on them and just wipe them out? Like you're we're we're wasting too many guardians by uh, by doing this. And so he's effectively openly questioning Alpha in front of everyone. Is
0: that Scott evil under that? Because that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, exactly. We, I can kill him now. I have a gun in my room. I have a gun right here. <laughs> you don't understand, Scott. We have to do things a certain way.
2: Yeah. Uh, so Alpha doesn't like that very much, and she cuts him while scolding him, and then lets Beta finish him off, which is slicing him across the back of his neck, right. which, uh, which we'll see Gamma lead him away a little later. Um, so we cut back to Negan, and he's talking to Milo. And Milo has a little uh, toy airplane that he has, uh, and Negan talks to him about uh, airplanes since the kid never has an never will. Unless he moves over to Texas um, and hooks up with Morgan and them, he'll never be on a plane. (laughs) I was thinking that. (laughs) But he could learn how to be a mechanic, you know, and put one together. Right. Um, It seemed pretty easy to build. Yeah, apparently.
1: Just look on YouTube. It's fine. Sure. Just need duct tape and chewing gum.
2: That's right. But Negan talks about the comfortable seats and, you know, and I'm like, what the hell planes he been on? Cause I'm exactly. saying. He
1: must I mean, have flown first class. Yeah, back. yeah he I must first have. Class,
2: I've flown first class once in my life and I don't know that i describe the seats as comfortable. I would say
3: Just more comfortable. the way they should be. Yeah. More <laughs> comfortable, but, <Yeah. laughs> you know, still. Yeah. It's still a plane.
2: Yes. Uh anyway, so he, he he tries to equate the experience of of taking off and flying with with the kid.
3: Uh, what's um, the deal
1: with airline food?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and mentions mentions Lucille, mentions his wife, which is something yeah. he doesn't really do. I mean, he's not really even done that with Judith that that we know of, you know. Right, right. Um and then they get into a conversation about nut tapping. Uh which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. What? So he teaches the kid uh the intricacies of nut tapping.
3: Um, I which like, the kid, the kid I'm like, did you tell him the about hitting people in the nuts? Is that what he's saying? <laughs> that's what he's <laughs> yeah. saying. And that's Negan. Yeah, he yep. would do that. That's what he taught me, Negan.
2: Yep. <laughs> that guy. So we we cut back to uh Gamma who's back uh at the at the creek and she's taken the the disobedient uh whisperer with her um and puts him down in the in in the water and kills him and as she's she- sta- so again she starts to flash back to alpha and again with that whole bit with what went down with her sister mm-hmm. and she starts uncontrollably stabbing the 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 walker or the the her her whisperer counterpart. Uh, to the point where she loses loses control of the knife and cuts her hand. She's
1: not the calm and collected gamma we all thought she was.
2: No, and then Aaron, of course, is there and sees her and tries to. Um, which is interesting that he tries to make nice with her because Aaron's been yeah. the one to be like, "Let's go kill them all. Like you know, we we need to we, you know we need to go off and and you know do this." Um, and hand her, hands her some bandages that he could, that she could use to to heal to uh, bind up her hand, and then she kind of gets skittish and, and runs off.
1: Well, maybe he finally learned that going off all half cocked is not getting him anywhere.
0: Yeah. Or so.
3: Aaron,
2: I don't know if we knew this, but we find out that Aaron was from Vermont.
3: Yeah, I don't think we did know that. Yeah.
2: Um, so back in the woods uh Connie and Magna and Daryl find kelly um and they find their little stockpile that uh that's been been there and Connie writes a note to daryl and says hey we'll we'll tell them we found it and Daryl doesn't look super happy about it, but he gets it right like no. he even he he kind of, they kind of address it later on but uh but that that's what happened um so then we come back to Negan. And he, Brandon, he's trying to get the whistle down, right? Like, obviously, he wasn't around when the whisper war happened. He tries to get the whistle down, and Negan hears that whistling, his familiar whistling. Um, and he goes over there, and of course, he sees. But he has
3: that look first, though, right? When yes. He, when he like, hears oh, that, this whistling. is not good.
0: Yeah. Oh no I do I thing. know what's going on now.
2: Yeah. And he looks over, and the Milo and his mom are both dead, laying out. He's killed them both. And Brandon proceeds to tell Negan, "Oh, I thought th- this was all a test. Like I thought when you told me to go back, and um, you know that we weren't going to follow these people, and you don't kill kids. Like it was all just a test. Right. Um, so I passed the test, right?" And Negan is completely enraged and picks up a, a, a rock and compl- and brains that kid to death and then some. And once he does that, he opens the bag, he picks up Lucille two point and his uh, and the, the the backpack and wanders on down the road. Um, Daryl and them come back to the hilltop and. Uh, Dante is on the phone talking to Sadiq. So Sadiq, you know, uh is talking to Dante and Sadiq asks how Rosita's doing and and he says, Oh, she looks like she's come down with something, but nothing uh nothing serious. And um he's like, Well, you know, I'm I'm coming home. I'm I'm you know, I'll be home. I'll be home tomorrow. And he asks if Carol's there. Now this is at the point where I think, okay, maybe Dante and Siddiq are two people, and mm-hmm. my my theory is blown. Yeah, I, oh, well. I,
1: yeah. Your theory. Well, it still could be though, but I I think uh,
2: yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think my theory is a pipe dream. Um. So he asks he asked if Carol could come, and you hear. Uh, I don't know why he would keep keep the button on while he was running outside to talk to Carol, but um but apparently he did cuz we could hear his side of the conversation um and it sounds like she may be coming to the radio and Ezekiel sits down and he's listening waiting waiting and then he turns the radio off like he can't bear to to talk to her um so i wonder if 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 we'll get you know how they do sometimes where where they we see the other side of what's going on so i wonder if at some point we're going to get like the alexandria side of what's been going on during this time maybe um. So now we go, we cut over to Magna and Yumiko, and they have this conversation, and they've known each other for a long time. We find out that uh, Yumiko even says, "Like, hey, it's been thirteen years." It it almost sounds like maybe she was in a, a detention center, and she and Yumiko right. was her. Either public defender or a lawyer.
1: I, a I thought lawyer. she was her public defender. That's what I got from it, anyway. That's what I thought. Yeah, or a social worker
0: or something like that.
2: Yeah, something like that. And apparently it sounds like what it, it, it was uh, somebody was molesting her. It was an uncle or something. It was molesting her 13 year old sister. or mm-hmm. um, And she killed him to protect her. And so. Oh. She again. She makes a a point of saying because
3: he got over it it, it, because she made it seem like she did say something or the sister said something to people and no one. Yeah. Didn't they didn't believe her and and, yeah and he just got away with it. Um.
2: So yeah. So it again we kind of get this like this is how these two kind of relate to one another and obviously they have a very much longer history than we uh, than we than we realized. Um so ga- we cut back to Gamma and Alpha and Gamma uh, tells Alpha about uh about the bandage and um and then it sounds like gamma wants or Alpha wants Gamma to work Aaron. Like
0: Yeah, that's exactly what it sounds like. That was a little weird. Uh
2: yeah. That may not go the way she thinks it will yeah, go.
3: No, but I think that's what she wants, right? She wants because their <laughs> kindness can be used it's just that her daughter just wasn't you know she 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 wasn't strong enough or in yeah. her eyes she wasn't strong enough but well, gamma she, she yeah. can manipulate she can really you know she thinks she can she can really yeah. manipulate her except she doesn't
1: she know that gamma's having ptsd about her sister and all of that stuff so
3: yeah that's stuff she's not thinking about yeah,
1: yeah. i think aaron will have the upper hand as far as the smarts go in that exchange
2: maybe I'm, I would
1: yeah, I'm, so. I'm interested
2: to see where they're going with that if 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 she's naive enough to think that it could be like a romantic thing or if she just wants her to just strike up oh, a friendship just so um
1: i thought of the friendship thing i didn't get the whole romantic thing especially considering that she's a woman
2: r- right but i don't know that i don't know that alpha knows that
3: yes yeah, she might not know it but i I do think she wants him to be. He's shown a level of kindness because the group, how the group took in her daughter. I think that she's counting on that to be used the same way. Mm -hmm.
2: So then we cut back to Connie and Daryl, and Daryl's getting ready to leave. And I am. Yes. Um, Bye. Bye, Daryl. So Connie. is, is trying to explain, you know, what happened. It's like, hey, I'm sorry I, I made you I made you lie about this, but, you know, family. And Daryl's like, no, I, and she, she goes to write it down, and Daryl's like, no, 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 I get it. Like, I, I, I understand what you're saying. And then uh, Connie points to Daryl and points to her and makes this the sign for family. And Daryl just kind of smiles, but doesn't acknowledge in the affirmative or not, really. Like, just kind of, <coughs> again, you can tell he's... I think he blushed a yeah, little. Yeah, you can tell it made actually. him uncomfortable. And he kind of oh, just, yeah. like nodded and got on his motorcycle. And, and Daryl, a girl likes you. Yeah. So then we cut back to Negan. Uh, and he's, he's back in full Negan mode at this point. So he's got the jacket on. He's got Lucille. He explicitly crosses the border, goes across the barbed wire, and starts doing his little pig, little pig bit and bashing walkers. And uh comes across the the whisperers and of course beta throws him on the ground and he's like, Okay, let's go, let's do this. Um so,
0: Let's dance, big and, man. <laughs>
2: so Negan Negan's fully in the in the den and uh uh this'll be interesting uh to see where the, where the show what the show does with this uh this particular yeah. scene. Yep. yep. And that's where we end. Yeah. Yeah. I was pretty impressed. All right. Um so that before we get to our busters, we can do a quick uh message from our sponsor, dcbservice.com. It's the as we record this episode, it's the fourth of November. Um, the new solicits should be up any day now for November. Christmas is is getting here. Um, so, so check out those November solicits that are posted on the site. Put your you got a full month to go through either the site or the Excel sheet or however you order your stuff. Uh, you got a full a full month to uh, to go through that and and pick out your stuff, um, place your order. Um, and if you haven't placed your October order, you know you still got you still got some time. They they will take the late order. So if you are thinking, oh, shoot, It's I forgot to, to do October, feel free to go over there, place that order. Uh, they'll take care of it. Um, and then, like I said, if you're just looking to do some early Christmas shopping, head over to InStockTrades.com, and you can pick up uh, tons of great deals on trades, hardcovers, um, all kinds of cool stuff uh, from all the major publishers and even the smaller publishers over at InStockTrades.com. Uh, so we thank them for their support of The Walking Dead TV podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. So,
2: Busters, for this episode, you know what I'm going to say? Let's hear what Aaron has to say first. We always save him for last. Let's let's do him first. All All right, right. Chubb.
1: All right, so Aaron says, hey, guys, still working with a busy schedule, but I was quite positive about this week's episode because of Negan, of all people. Who would have thought Negan could become this show's most compelling character, next to Lydia? Uh, But here we are. Jeffrey Dean Morgan is getting better chances to show what he can do with decent material. So now we have an episode exploring his role as a man convinced he could do good, but still simmering with rage and violent tendencies underneath. Uh, This was the best part of the episode. The rest was fine. The opening with Kelly was tense, even if there was no way she'd get killed off just then. Note to show, prove me wrong with a cold open death. Uh, the rest hit. The rest hit beats well enough, and I'm certainly intrigued by the whisperer's next moves. I give it four
2: busters.
3: Cool, Daryl. What'd you think? Um, I enjoyed this episode. I mean, it, it went by so fast. I really felt like I was like, "Damn, it's over it already." I did enjoy. I mean, there were so many things I enjoyed. I enjoyed Negan. So going through his thing you know going through his uh, realization of what you know coming to terms with what he's done the life he's lived um and using the world as an excuse to do it um, also the whole thing with uh you know with a little bit with the plan with you know look like what Alpha's going to do with Aaron and um and then you also get the uh the, the, the stuff with um now I can't remember her name, who got lost. Kelly. I'm so sorry, I can't remember. Kelly. Kelly. The, the character of Kelly going through her loss, like, it really makes you feel like you felt her pain, uh, you know, going through the loss of hearing in that world and not feeling like you can't contribute. Um, it really, and then it, and then we, we got the in that uh, The Kingdom, we got Ezekiel going through what he's going through, and he's a character I really, really like. Uh, and just the thought of him, you know, being sick or thinking he, you might have something that's going to kill him. I mean, that, that, that pain he's going through is just, uh, crazy. Uh, so it's re- yeah, I really, I really dug this episode. I, I have to get, I'll give it a four out of five. I really enjoyed, uh, a lot of character stuff going on right now. I was really digging. Cool. Jim?
0: I really liked the writing in this episode. I liked the whole uh, Negan fanboy thing. I thought that was pretty well done. Um, I give it a four out of five. I thought it was a good episode, solid. And uh, I'm using Negan in an interesting way, not just as, you know, a uh, little, little spicy, uh, you know, uh, patter here and there. They're actually using his character in an interesting way. And him. can't wait to see what happens between him and Beta.
2: Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Rich?
1: Yeah, I really like this episode. I mean, this season, I'm really pleasantly surprised. They've had five episodes, and all five of them have been great as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, there's issues here and there, but for the most part, I really like it. I like all the uh, the Daryl and uh, the deaf girl.
2: Kelly? No. no Connie. The,
1: Connie. <laughs> Connie. I like the all that situation there. I'm very excited, like russ alluded to of where the show's going to go with how this episode ended versus what we know from the comics and um yeah it's another four for me as well uh very good episode it was so quick like the episode seemed to just go by in like 15 minutes i was like wait it's over and i haven't experienced that in quite a while with the walking dead so
2: uh, I'll give it a four and a half. I I really dug the episode. I mean, just for everything you guys said, the writing particularly, that, that sound editing, I thought, in the opening segment, I, I know I've mentioned a couple times, was pretty phenomenal for me. Um, I, I like what they're doing with Negan. Uh, and I like – even though it may seem like he's going back to the, quote, old Negan at the end, I think there's a purpose there that I'm really curious to see how they execute yeah. on this over the next uh, few episodes. So – uh, I, I, I'm really uh, I'm glad that the show seems to be kind of back on track. I know we had a we had a strong open, then we had a week – kind of a weak second episode, and it's it's been doing pretty well since then. So um, as we march on to to three more episodes before the the break, um, so far so good. But what did the Facebook group say? We had uh, it seems like we had an uptick in uh, in in yeah. some busters
0: this week. I'm glad we did it too. I guess more people are getting back into it now. The show is improving. How about that? Uh, Walking Dead TV Podcast is the name of the Facebook group. Facebook.com slash group slash WDTV Podcast is where you want to go. If you want to join in and uh, get, you know, cover, um, for instance, you can uh, read, uh, get the links to Aaron's uh, weekly reviews of the episodes. That he does for com. You can check out the uh, memes and uh, news we put on there. And you have the grand opportunity of giving us your Buster ratings and having them read live on our show onto a recording. Uh, <laughs> so, Dre Urban starts this week, uh, three point five busters because I did enjoy the show. However, I was insanely confused, and Tiny Ted Bundy Negan really pissed me off. Fair enough. Uh, Darren a. Powell uh, four Negan rocked his worlds out of five. A lot of balls in the air, but there was forward progression. It will be hilarious. If Gamma is being sent undercover to seduce Aaron, she will be in for a surprise. Uh, Mike Jones, five hot walkers out of five. Oh, that's right. We forgot to mention that was something the creepy dude was into. Like rating how hot the walkers were or something. Was that right? Well, that was something they used that, to do. That was yeah, something yeah. that they would do when they were bored.
3: They would. And it was funny how Negan did it, where it was like, uh, you know, he said, what was that, like a six or something? And he was like, we didn't do that. And anyway, she was a three.
0: (laughs) Uh, Five hot walkers out of five. Love seeing more of Negan again. I get the feeling he's fighting who he was versus who he's trying to be. I was so happy he smashed his little fanboy's brain in. I'm still at a loss over this Magna Yumiko drama. Very little development before this. And now there's a breakup story. Uh, can't wait for next week. Looks very close to the comics. Uh, Mark Richards, four point five out of five. Dippy Brandon's, what a brilliant episode. But I knew from the get go that Negan was going to kill him from that first scene. But he still was a right dick. I uh, love the fact we got the the Revel. That little ass kick was right last episode. It is all the whispers trying to wear them down. Oh, the reveal. Ah, uh, okay, I get it. Sorry, dude. Yeah, the whispers trying to wear them down with zombies. Uh, looking forward to next week's episode. Sorry I didn't post last week, unfortunately, being in the UK. If I can't find a stream to watch, I have to watch it on Monday evenings, meaning we miss getting comments in before your podcast. Great job, guys. Well, thanks, Mark. Appreciate that. Appreciate your comments as well. Uh, Benjamin Foster. Four Megan fanboys out of five. Enjoyed the Brandon's assholery, even though you could see where it was leading and it made a little sense. Has this guy been stewing in Alexandria for years? Uh, the callbacks were great, though. His dad lied to him left and right, so is lawyer lady in charge of Hilltop all of a sudden? I still don't care about her, uh, about her pouting juvenile girlfriend. Uh, Banish the thief? Alpha's unnecessary violence is pretty funny. When do you think they'll learn to just go with whatever she wants to do? (laughs) Um, As a side note, I love the opening and all the gore in this episode. They're finally embracing the horror aspect, and I like it. Uh, Brent Jones, three sign language busters out of five. Enjoyed the aspect of Negan's biggest fan having been told the savior side of the story from his parents. I'm sure Moore did the same, and it's an interesting angle. Uh, very much looking forward to uh, Negan's interaction with the Whisperers. Is Alpha trying to poison the waterhole? You gotta say it in your best Woody voice, Jim. Oh. <clears throat> Is Alpha trying to poison the waterhole? I'm not very good Woody, sorry. Uh, seems like an interesting strategy. If so, I could care less about the love drama between the two girls. Uh, Yumiko and Surly Girl, <laughs> uh, Magna, uh, I feel like the show just expected us to fall into step with these characters because they are liked in the books. It feels lazy to me uh, that they haven't given us, really given us one reason to care about any of them aside the one Daryl likes. Uh, just because Carol uh, characters are pop- popular in the comics doesn't mean it automatically transfers onto the show. He thinks they'd have learned that from the Negan debacle, but I guess not. Hey, you guys remember Oceanside? Maybe the show, show could, too. Hmm. Elisa Sloat Lockridge, uh, 4.5 Busters. I enjoyed this episode a great deal, with the exception of Magnus' passive-aggressive sulking. I want to care about her, but I just don't. Uh, I enjoyed seeing Negan's character arc fleshed out even more, and I'm interested in seeing more of this chaotic good version. Hmm. Uh, Johnny Starr, 4, did you catch Beta's country song out of 5? Uh, During the Yumiko and Magna scene, Magna is listening to a country song, and it sounds like beta, and there's even a line about whispering in the song. Oh. I know they had that whole Easter egg in uh, Fear the Walking Dead, of him having an album, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The season is strong, sad about Ezekiel that would suck, and I don't think there's a whole series about real cancer. Not the fear, fake, baby kind. Um, Yukiyoshi Sawada. I hope I have some beverage left. Oh, good. 4.0 of the last of the Negan Knights out of 5. 1. So I'm getting, dude, you're so creepy that the Joker asks the cops, please do something creepy from Brandon. So um, 2. So Yumiko is elected to run Hilltop. Very cool. 3. Uh, Manga is mad because she's not in charge. Oh, just pout then. Come on, Oscar. With whispers out Now one should be out alone. Kelly is to blame, too. Uh, Four, you think Brandon would be more grateful that Alexandria took him in? Then again, Rick did kill his parents. (laughs) Then again, he's creepy. So, uh, five, Aaron on the bride for reasons. Classic Merle. Do you think Daryl went back for the bear? I don't know. Uh, six, I say Ezekiel has a 40-20 chance to beat his cancer in this world, but you know him, he never, never tell him the odds. Uh, seven, alpha, power is power, you can tell Aaron is a Vermont guy when you get to know him. Okay. Uh, eight, so, did Mana save Kelly, then double back to hide their fish stuff from the others? Uh, I hate to say it, but you don't need to be a mathematician to know mom and kid that Brandon equals wannabe, failing Negan. Too mercy, Brennan, no mercy for you. Nine. So, Rosita's got a bug. The tainted water's first victim. Aaron, they're coming for you. And on that night, some say, Dixon's heart grew five sizes that day. Uh, all right, you big-ass freak, let's do this. <laughs> uh, ten. The song the Magna is listening to is from Emily Kinney's album, also, who played Beth Green. Hmm. Uh, Ezekiel commenting that Henry used to carve animal figures as a... Slight nod to Carl carving a boar in issue 130. Kempi, thanks Yihiyoshi. Uh, Andrew DeSalvo, four out of five. The battle Negan is going through with himself and who he is now is very entertaining and interesting. Couldn't wait for him to get rid of his old fanboy. Uh, also, uh, honestly, I could care less about Yumiko and Magna's relationship problems. Not enough backstory to make me care about them having a falling out. The turn of event with Ezekiel. Uh, made me sad, especially choosing not to talk to Carol. I wonder if they'll ever get a chance. Uh, most importantly, I'm totally shipping Connie and Daryl. Was hoping for more between them, but guess we'll have to wait. Uh, Mike Jones, I have to add how I feel for the king. I had thyroid cancer and had to have a total removal. Wow. Um, my neck was just starting to bulge and it was causing issues in this setting there, and uh, it's certain death. And Lisa Kelly, uh, 4.5 busters out of 5. Loved it. The Walking Dead is back on track zombies are no longer just on the peripheral, and the story is moved forward in every episode so far this season. I didn't realize I cared for Kelly until this episode, and the Uh, the actress Angel theory was awesome on The Talking Dead. Okay, that's all of our busters for the week, and if you, too, would like to join in, by all means, go to The Walking Dead TV podcast, Facebook group, and do so, because we would love to have you on the group. Thanks.
2: Cool. All right, well, you can stay tuned to HHWLOD.com right here where you get this podcast, um, as well as our We Watch the Watchmen podcast, which will be pushing out episode three this week, um, moving right along to the nine-episode series. So it's been a lot of fun to, to jump back into that world.
0: Uh, look out for the brick. Yes,
2: look out for the <laughs> brick. Um, so, yeah, that's where you can find my stuff. Uh, Rich, where can they f- folks find you on the internet?
1: uh here on HHWOD, on the Walking Dead podcast uh also on the DC All-Stars podcast on the Taylor Network and the we watch Watchmen podcast and on the socials at chubtoad one
2: cool and you could find uh Aaron newerth at Aaron's PS4 on on the twitters um of course, his writings at We Live Entertainment. He also does his podcast Out Now with Aaron and Abe, where they go over the weekly new movie releases uh, on that podcast. So it's a great listen as well. Uh, Jim, where can folks find you?
0: Uh, I, I'm available on HHTVLOD on We Watch Watchmen. As I mentioned, I do a weekly podcast with Daryl and Donnie Salva every week called Nothing's On, where we go over have a humorous look at the news and TV and movies. And uh, OldMagicGaming.com is where you can find our D&D podcasts. Uh, there's two different campaigns there. Check them out there. OldMagicGaming.com. Cool. And finally, Mr. Taylor.
3: <clears throat> uh, you can just look up uh, Taylor Network. Uh, we have a feed on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, um, or on the website, TaylorNetworkPodcast.com. And uh, you can follow me on the Twitters at TheVoice123.
2: Excellent. Well thanks everyone for listening. Again, keep an eye out on uh, the website and the and the Facebook group where we'll have tons of cool stuff posted. And until there's no more room in hell and the dead walk the earth when nut tapping, remember, if you go too high, you get nothing but dick.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: <Good> night. <laughs>